1: I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts.
2: A Maryland town celebrates its 280th anniversary this weekend. I'm Melissa Howell. Remembering the local NAACP leader who was killed while on vacation abroad, I'm Sandy Kozell. And at 8.10, has China's leader cemented his role as a possible president for life? It's 8
3: o'clock.
4: This is CBS News on the
5: Hour, sponsored by Chick-fil-A.
3: I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington. Just over two weeks to go into the midterms, and about 7 million Americans have already cast their ballot in early voting. There are three important questions voters in Nevada need to decide on. Here's KTNV reporter Rachel Moore.
2: Question one is asking whether to change the equality of rights amendment in the Nevada Constitution. And if passed, Nevada's Constitution will be the most comprehensive and inclusive equal rights amendment in the country. Question two amends the minimum wage law voting yes would give all workers $12 per hour regardless of whether they get health benefits from their employers. And question three is the choice ranked initiative.
3: And voters across the country have important decisions to make, with control of the House and Senate hanging in the balance. Many races are extremely close right now. Hospitals are filling up with COVID and the flu, but even more so. CBS's Catherine Herridge tells us they're inundated with RSV. Some hospitals across the U.S. have been overwhelmed by an early surge in pediatric patients with respiratory infections. Since last month, the CDC reports RSV cases have more than doubled in more than 25 states. Took to the streets yesterday calling for a regime change in Iran. There were protests in Berlin, Washington, D.C., and Los Angeles. KCBS TV reporter Jeff Nguyen was there. In
0: Iran. In Iran. Thousands marched in downtown L.A. Saturday, like Madonna Afapur,
1: the mother of twin girls.
0: Unfortunately, some media says that, oh, the women in Iran only wants the freedom of hijab, which is the scarf, but that's just a symbol. The
3: protests were sparked by the death of a 22-year-old who was detained for not wearing her hijab. She later died in police custody. An extremely dangerous storm could hit Mexico today. BBC News correspondent Jimmy Smith. Towns
5: along Mexico's Pacific coast are bracing for Hurricane Roslyn. It's expected to make landfall in the western state of Nayarit. Amid warnings that it could bring dangerous storm surges, landslides and flooding.
3: Forget Chuggy or Jason or Freddy Krueger, inflation is the scariest beast this Halloween. Here's CBS's Michael George. Due to
5: inflation, prices are higher this year, from costumes to decorations. Even candy is up about 13%. Everything
3: is more expensive. But still worth doing? Yeah, of course. And by the way, if you steal your kids' Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, you're not alone. That's the candy most parents say they snag the most out of their little ones' trick-or-treat bags. Surprisingly, though, they're not the most popular candy. That goes to nerds. Yes, nerds are the most searched for treat in seven states. This is CBS News.
4: Brought to you by Chick-Fil-A. Order a Grilled Spicy Deluxe Sandwich on the Chick-Fil-A app today. It's spicy and full of flavor. Available for a limited time. It's 8.03 on Sunday, October 23rd. 48 degrees going to the mid to upper 60s today with scattered showers possible. Good morning. I'm John Aaron. The top local stories we're following this hour. It has been a deadly weekend for pedestrians. One's been killed in Montgomery County, another in Prince George's County. Just before 845 last night, a 39 year old man was struck and killed along Mid County Highway at Miller Fall Road in the Durwood area. In Landover, a man was hit and killed just after eight last night at the intersection of Martin Luther King Jr. Highway and Sheriff Road. Investigations are ongoing. A member of the Prince George's County Council is stepping down. It comes after Councilmember Todd Turner was picked for a county watchdog role, stirring controversy. Some members of the council had expressed concern over Turner's appointment as executive director of the county's Office of Ethics and Accountability, since it would have given him oversight of his political rivals. Now, Turner says he's stepping down from the council to avoid any unintended concerns, as his nomination for executive director is considered by the council. The town of Bladensburg turns 280 years old this week. Residents pulled out all the stops for the anniversary celebration.
5: Bladensburg's 280th anniversary is October 29th. Residents celebrated the major milestone yesterday with food trucks, live music, and a good time. It's the oldest town in Prince George's County, one that residents are proud to call home. Mayor Taquisha James speaking with NBC Four. To
6: have this opportunity to celebrate all pieces of our community, all elements, no matter where you may have migrated from to get here, we're here.
5: And in case you didn't know, folks from Bladensburg are proud to call themselves Bladensburgers. Melissa Howell, WTOP News.
4: I did not know. As we await the return of Metro's Sideline 7000 Series rail cars, all of them, we're getting details about the next generation of the system's rail cars. The new 8,000-series cars will feature onboard Wi-Fi, digital display screens, improved ventilation systems, and heated floors. Hitachi Rail outlined the features as it revealed the final designs for its new Hagerstown train factory. The new cars will replace Metro's 2000 and 3000-series fleets, which have been in service since the 1980s. The new factory is set to open in early 2024 and produce up to 20 rail cars a month. A woman was attacked and robbed on an escalator at the Columbia Heights Metro Station. Metro Transit Police say the robber hit the woman as she entered the station last night. A bag and scooter were taken. The 54-year-old victim was taken to a hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. A local school leader is now apologizing after using a slur against people with intellectual disabilities during a recent school board meeting.
2: During Thursday's Fairfax County School Board meeting, the mic picked up at large board member Karen Keys-Gamara using the slur. A group representing loved ones and teachers of special needs kids in the county then condemned the incident and the school sent out a letter apologizing to the school community for the hurt it caused. Keys-Gamara apologized the next day, said it happened because she was frustrated that a parent wasn't being allowed to make her point, says IT'S SOMETHING SHE DEEPLY REGRETS AND RUNS COUNTER TO HER BELIEFS. SHAYNA STULEN, WTOP NEWS.
4: AN ARLINGTON REALTOR AND CIVIL RIGHTS LEADER WAS REMEMBERED THIS WEEKEND, WEEKS AFTER HE WAS SHOT AND KILLED WHILE VACATIONING OVERSEAS. SO CAN I KNEEL DOWN TO PRAY? RELATIVES,
2: FRIENDS AND COLLEAGUES REMEMBER KENT CARTER AT HIS FUNERAL AT MOUNT OLIVE BAPTIST CHURCH IN ARLINGTON. as MORE THAN THE FAMILY MAN AND FRIEND THAT HE WAS.
1: HE WAS A MENTOR. HE WAS A
2: LEADER.
5: HE TOUCHED LIES IN WAYS THAT
2: NO ONE IN THIS ROOM EVEN KNOWS THE EXTENT. CARTER, WHO WAS FIRST VICE PRESIDENT OF THE NAACP, ARLINGTON BRANCH, AND ALSO A REAL ESTATE AGENT, WAS ON VACATION IN TURKS AND CAICOS. PEOPLE BEGAN SHOOTING INTO THE VEHICLE IN WHICH HE WAS RIDING AND WHAT POLICE SAID WAS RELATED TO GANG ACTIVITY. SANDY COZELL, WTOP NEWS.
4: AND POLICE IN TURKS AND CAICOS HAVE NOW ARRESTED AND CHARGED ONE PERSON IN CARTER'S OCTOBER 2ND KILLING. Coming up, China's president cements his hold on power. We'll hear what it could mean for the U.S. 8.07. Election day is November 8th. At the Virginia
5: Department of Elections, we mean it when we say Virginia is for voters. We work hard to make it easy for all eligible voters to cast a vote. Democracy works in Virginia. Every vote counts here, whether you vote early, in person, or by mail. For more information about registration, important dates, and polling locations. Go to vote.virginia.gov. That's
1: vote.virginia.gov.
4: Today at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. Your car can be picked up as soon as the next day. Receive a tax deduction and vacation voucher. Donate your car
2: today. Now
4: accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. It's eight oh eight. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get one hundred dollars off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the eights. Here's Mary DePompa in the traffic center.
6: All righty. Thanks, John. And our accident on the Beltway, not much has changed, although they are cleaning up more of the boxes. But here's what it stand, how it stands. On the outer loop, you still hit the brakes at George Avenue, exit 31. You slowly roll toward the temple around the curve where you're staying to the left to get by the crash cleanup. Overturned truck, boxes in the road, and a diesel spill. Once you get to, or just before Connecticut Avenue, you're back to speed with all your lanes. Again, this is the only crash on the Beltway, unfortunately a doozy. So joining the Beltway's outer loop, anything West from Connecticut Avenue and West, you are beyond this issue. 270 included runs well out of Gaithersburg to get you onto the Beltway. The crash on 270 south out of Frederick between 80 Urbana and 109 Hyattstown, passing over top of Dr. Perry. You would stay to the right to get by at last report. The other big story on the Maryland side, a closure of the northbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway diverted between Route 32 and 175, a crash investigation joining the parkway to go north from 175 puts you beyond the issue. If you're heading to BWI Thurgood Marshall, keep that in mind. Give yourself extra time. Nothing on 95 in Maryland, Beltway to Beltway. Now to the district, a listener sees the crash that's coming inbound 695 11th Street Bridge around the curve toward uh 8th Street, right where the Southeast Boulevard would join in. You're staying far to the left in a single lane to get by the crash. Thanks for the call, Ron. And then 695 heading eastbound, passing South Capitol Street. You're staying two to the right to get by a crash investigation. Visit FitzMall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. And next to a new car, a used car is best. Visit FitSmall.com today. Mary DePompa, WTP traffic.
1: And here's Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. Tracking an area of low pressure that will continue to bring clouds to the region through the afternoon hours. If you're in D.C. or points east, you have a better likelihood of seeing some scattered showers into the afternoon. On and off at times, not going to be a washout by any means. We're in the middle to upper 60s, and it looks like we'll start to clear out through the overnight night. Temperatures falling into the 40s. For your Monday, warmer. We'll see middle 70s here in a few spots. Lower 70s north of D.C. with plenty of sunshine. Lower 70s, plenty of sunshine on Tuesday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. Still only 43 in Germantown. It's 48 in Annandale and 50 now in DuPont Circle. Brought to you by
4: Long Fence. Save 15% on long fence decks, pavers and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 8-11, China's most powerful leader in decades increased his dominance today when he was named to another term as head of the ruling Communist Party in a break with tradition. Joining us for more is Mario Mancuso, a global affairs expert and former Pentagon official. Mario, good morning. Just how significant are these developments surrounding Xi Jinping?
5: Uh, good morning, John. They're very significant. Just when we always knew, frankly, for the past ten years that Xi sat at the top of China's uh, political uh, system, um, but it's uh, we are now realizing that he he actually can become even more powerful. Uh, these are very important developments. Uh, John, Xi runs the show and he will run the show for the foreseeable future. And so this is what I think the party Congress means. There's a lot in terms of implications for the U.S. and China, but politically it means that Xi is is at the top, he's going to be there for a while, and he's surrounded himself with uh, yes men uh, and or ideologues.
4: Now something that really raised eyebrows, China's former leader seemed to have been escorted out of the proceedings there. What are your thoughts on exactly what happened? So the official
5: line from the state media is that Hu Jintao, Xi's predecessor, was unwell. I mean, but if you look at the video clip, again, this is just my take. I mean, that's just increasingly implausible. You know, you look at him, who actually resisted being taken away, and the others around him, including President Xi, didn't seem particularly concerned about his health, right? In fact, they seemed to be ignoring him. And then later in the day, the references to to who that appeared on Chinese social media—China has an equivalent of of Twitter— All of those references disappeared. So when I think when you add all of those things together, and again, this is just conjecture, this is a theory, and you look at the video, the the official state line is just increasingly implausible. This looks more like not just a purge, but a deliberate humiliation.
4: So when it comes to President Xi and his consolidation of power, what does that mean for U.S.-China relations?
5: Well, I think we need to expect more of the same. I think it means Taiwan. I mean, in Xi's speech, he made it clear that he was ready to use force as a last resort uh, to bring Taiwan officially within uh, the People's Republic. Um, I also think it means that uh, Xi will um, increasingly uh, make the PLA modernized and more combat capable. I think China will be more forceful, as hard as that is to believe, on the world stage, and that's not just with respect to Taiwan or with the South and East China Sea, but I think places farther afield, like Djibouti, where China set up a logistical base just in 2017. I think we have to prepare for more competition, and I think we have to see this as not just G becoming more powerful, but that he can no longer afford to lose. He's accumulated so much power. The system is so identified with him personally that he cannot afford to lose. And so I think the stakes are great. Um, I think the US knows that, our allies know that. We just have to be prepared for that.
4: All right, thanks Mario, good to talk to you. That's global affairs expert, Mario Mancuso. You can follow him on Twitter at Mancuso online. Coming up, where you can find a beloved Halloween TV special this year, 814.
2: Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google premier partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think
4: red. 8-15, here's Frank Hanrahan.
0: Capitals dug themselves a two-zip hole, but they roared back in the uh, third period, scoring four goals. Caps beat the L.A. Kings 4-3 at Capital One Arena. It was Nick Dowd, John Carlson, Marcus Johansson getting in on the mix. Lars Eller also with the goal as the Capitals improved to 3-3 three and three on this very young season. Maryland becomes bowl-eligible, 6-2 record after beating Northwestern 31-24 in College Park. Roman Enby, three touchdown runs for the Terps. Navy, though, loses to Houston 38-20. Howard homecoming, beating Delaware State 35-17. Commanders plays quarterback Carson Wentz, injured reserve. He's sidelined at least four games. Wentz broke his finger in the win at Chicago, so now it's Taylor Heineke at quarterback Sunday, 1 o'clock when the Commanders take on the Green Bay Packers. Both teams offensively, big-time woes, only averaging six. 17 points a game for both teams. A lot of home runs again for the Phillies as they come back and beat San Diego 10-6. And now the Phillies up three to one, just one win away from going to the World Series. Same for the Houston Astros after beating the Yankees five zip. They're also now up three zip in the ALCS. I'm Frank A
4: and Rand WTOB Sports. THE TOP STORIES WE'RE FOLLOWING FOR YOU ON WTOP. PRESIDENT BIDEN IS OPTIMISTIC ABOUT NEXT MONTH'S MIDTERM ELECTIONS, SAYING HE BELIEVES MOMENTUM IS SHIFTING BACK IN FAVOR OF DEMOCRATS. China's president Xi Jinping has been named to another term as head of that country's ruling communist party. The 69-year-old is expected by some to try to stay in power for life. Chanting crowds rallied in D.C. to show solidarity with protesters facing a violent government crackdown in Iran. The demonstrations in Iran and around the world were sparked by the death of a woman in the custody of Iran's morality police. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. If you're flipping around for an old TV favorite this week, a heads up, it has moved.
2: What a way to spend Halloween. October 31st wouldn't be the same without it. It's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown, which debuted on CBS in 1966, is moving again. I got an invitation to a Halloween party. special switch to ABC in 2001, then two years ago it slid over to Apple TV+, Plus, angering fans who didn't want to pay to stream it. A year later, it was back on TV on PBS because streaming rights have forced the great pumpkin patch to move yet again to Apple. This time, it'll stream free this Friday through Halloween Monday. Deborah Rodriguez,
6: CBS News.
4: It's 818. With traffic and weather on the 8s, here's Mary DePompa in the traffic center.
6: All righty, thanks, John. We're going to straight to the Beltway. Our big story on an early Sunday morning. Unfortunately, one crash on the Beltway. It lingers with us. It's the outer loop hitting the brakes. George Avenue exit 31, slowly rolling toward the Temple. Overturned truck. There was a box spilled all over the road. Amazon truck, and then a diesel spill. So you're going on the outer loop. You're passing the Temple, staying to the left to get by, and then that becomes the breakaway. A lot of folks going really slow it's quite spectacle all of your lanes back before Connecticut Avenue which is exit 33 and you're back to speed so that said joining the outer loop from Connecticut or points west puts you beyond this incident nothing is affecting the inner loop so far and nothing on 270 south from Gaithersburg down to the Beltway. But we had a crash coming out of Frederick it may maybe out of your travel lane southbound now between 80 Urbana and 109. They were working to get the crash out of the lanes. So you would stay to the right to get by. No big delay. On the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, that's our other sore spot from this morning. The northbound side is closed between Maryland 32 and 175, a crash investigation closer to 175, but that lingers, closing the northbound, southbound is open. Joining the parkway from 175 puts you beyond the incident, and you're unaffected, and 95 as an alternative, Beltway to Beltway running well. So if you're on your way to BWI, Thurgood Marshall, give yourself a little extra time to find your way around into the district we go 695 we had two crashes One coming inbound off the 11th, that cleared. We had a crash investigation that was going eastbound at South Capitol Street. That, too, has cleared. So the freeway, once again, open. Nothing in your tunnels across the mall and 295 checks in okay. Same on the Virginia side. Interstate travel's been doing pretty well. 95 still at speed from Fredericksburg to Springfield, 395, and through the 14th Street Bridge. Mary DePompa, WTOP traffic.
1: And now to Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. We've got a coastal storm that is going to continue to introduce more cloud cover across the region for your day today, Temperature wise, we're talking mid to upper 60s and some scattered showers are possible from I-95 to points east of Washington. The closer you get to the beaches, the higher likelihood of seeing some rain today. We will continue to dry out though through the overnight and clearing conditions are anticipated for your day tomorrow. We'll be in the lower 70s with sunshine for Monday, lower 70s with sunshine on Tuesday and lower 70s with partly sunny conditions on Wednesday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller.
4: 50 now at Reagan National, 49 at BWI Marshall and 44 at Dulles, brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Coming up, a top health expert has COVID. It's 821. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbidge of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. These days, it can
5: be challenging to look on the bright side. We see high prices, scarcity of items, weather forecasts that could predict a deluge or a drought. But sacred scripture reminds us that the earth is full of the goodness of the Lord, beginning with the precious gift of life itself. There is truth, beauty, and goodness in the world all around us. It is in the foliage we see on a drive through the countryside, in the innocent laughter we hear on a playground, and in serenity of a quiet place. These are all part of God's magnificent creation and reflect his great love and care for us. So take a moment and thank God for allowing his goodness to be present with us today in so many visible ways. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that...
4: This is WTOP News. 823, the CDC director has tested positive for COVID.
6: Dr. Rochelle Walensky tested positive Friday night. The CDC director, who is up to date on her vaccinations, has been experiencing mild symptoms. In a statement, the CDC said, consistent with CDC guidelines, she is isolating at home and will participate in her planned meetings virtually. Walensky is the latest U.S. health official to test positive for COVID-19 this year. Dr. Anthony Fauci and Health Secretary Javier Becerra also tested positive in June. Linda Kenyon, CBS News.
4: Now that we have the benefit of hindsight, some wish that schools had not been shut down during the height of the pandemic. Some parents and educators have regrets as evidence mounts of the harmful effects of those pandemic school closures. Many cities in the U.S.
2: remained online after data showed that schools were not COVID-19 super spreaders. They also stayed closed months after adult COVID vaccines became widely available. There are worries that some students will never catch up after losing motivation. There's also concern that the decline in college attendance during the pandemic could get worse, and some children may never learn to read. Allison Keyes, CBS News.
4: The 36th annual Walk to End HIV racked up over a half million dollars in donations this weekend. The 5K Walk was held at the Max Robinson Center on Martin Luther King Avenue in Southeast. It continues the Whitman Walker Foundation's mission to end HIV in the district. Dollars were raised through donations and sponsor support. Executive Director Abby Fenton says a new building on the St. Elizabeth's campus offers more than just HIV concerns.
2: It's primary care, dental, behavioral health, and mental health care, peer support, public benefits, legal services. We're a wraparound care.
4: Meteorologist Chuck Bell, with our news partner NBC4, was a co host for the event. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Half a famous duo plays at Rams Head in Annapolis tonight.
5: It moves from an acoustic evening into a country electric evening into really almost a Latin jazz with all the material that I've done over the years.
2: Jim Messina was part of Buffalo Springfield and Poco before meeting Kenny Loggins. Together, Loggins and Messina recorded hits like Your Mama Don't Dance. Your
6: mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock and
5: roll. That song has been recorded by so many artists, and I can't think of any other reason other than the generation gap. I mean, was it Socrates that said this generation of kids just do not appreciate their parents? So it's been going on for a long time.
2: Here are full chat on my podcast, Beyond the Fame. Jason for WTOP News.
4: Money news at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. One of the hardest parts about owning an electric engine vehicle is the cost. The average price is $67,000. A Tesla Model S starts at $105,000. Even Ford's F-150 Lightning pickup can top ninety dollars after add-ons. On the high end, the upcoming GM Cadillac Celestique will start at $300,000. But the Rolls-Royce Spectre, the British automaker's first fully electric car, can't be beat. It'll start at 413 grand when it goes on sale next fall.
6: I mean, it's the very first time that you can acquire in the super luxury segment an electric car.
4: That's Rolls-Royce CEO Torsten Müller-Ottbos talking to Bloomberg, who says hundreds of Americans have already put down deposits on a Spectre sight unseen. He also surprised
6: the auto world with this. Every future Rolls-Royce we're going to bring into the market, every new one, is a fully electrified Rolls-Royce.
4: From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tom Busby on WTOP. Coming up, President Biden says he intends to run for another term, 826.
0: The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful,